What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. You know this guy, Liftoff 2024. Yep, that's me. My sales training on being a no-brainer buying decision. Um, listen, guys, we've got to develop a strategy. We cannot race to the bottom, and we're not going to twist people's arms. We're not going to. We're not going to create a manipulative. We're not going to create a hard close sale scenario, but we can use psychology and we can earn the sale through means of providing value. So you need to understand this concept to your core. It needs to resonate with every one of your team members. It needs to be adopted as a way of life in your business. And that is what this sales training is all about. So I hope you get immense value out of this lift off 2024. Enjoy. So thank you guys. We're going to jump right in right now. So we're going to move quick. You guys know my pace. If you ever hear uh, me do a presentation before, and uh, the reason that I'm doing it quick is because I want you guys to get immense value and the most value in the most in the shortest amount of time. All right. So let's kick it off. My talk today is on how to be a no-brainer buying decision. Uh, and for us guys, I understand that a lot of us get frustrated like I did, and we're going we're gonna to fix that. So really quick, give you some accolades, some things that I've accomplished in business and in life. Uh, I'm the owner of Premium Painting. Some people don't know, but I actually own a painting business. I live the life of a painting contractor and I love every minute of it. Uh, our painting company has generated 500 five-star reviews, probably a little bit more now, uh, but our focus is being a customer-oriented, customer-focused business. 1.5 million uh, in painting revenue annually. We're very, very proud of that. We have only W2 employees, which is something I'm also very proud of as well. 13 wonderful team members to contribute to our goals. Uh, I'm the creator of that 190,000 Facebook uh, painting contractor group, host of the Contractor Secrets podcast, and founder of the app that you just saw, Drip Jobs. Uh, we're the fastest growing contractor CRM with over 1,200 businesses using our software. So proud of our Drip Jobs team. And of course, which should be first, I'm a husband and father of two amazing children. So here's the deal, guys. Today, I'm going to share with you a strategy that's going to change the way you sell paint jobs forever. Okay, guys, because uh, this needs to happen. We need to shift the way that we communicate to our customers because ultimately, uh, you know, the the needles, the needles moving, right? Austin mentioned how uh, our market is changing, right? Pre-COVID numbers created a lot of businesses in our industry. And guess what? If the demand is low uh, and the supply is high, uh, guess what? We have an issue there. And that really requires us to stand out from our competi competition. So before I actually took this strategy seriously, Seriously, uh, I felt out of control, kind of frustrated, and a little bit confused as to why my customers only seem to care about price. I can speak for all of us and say, I know we are all uh, a little frustrated when our customer tells us that our price is too high. And for me, I wanted to dive into why that was happening. And here I'm going to give you some confidence in the way that you deliver value to your customers to avoid hearing that your price is too high, okay? Because we don't want to hear that anymore. So once I adopted this strategy in my business, sales felt more like a game of chess rather than a game of checkers. Here's the deal. I recognize two very, very important things. Important thing number one, in order to grow, we had to make sure of two things. The first thing is we had to make sure we were selling a lot of jobs. Okay, that has to happen in order to grow. And we have to have some consistency with the jobs that we're selling, right? Some of us might have some success selling jobs, but if we can't reverse engineer how that happened, it's very, very hard to predict 
results and create repeatable outcomes. Number two, we were selling them at or above 50% gross profit. In other words, we can't just sell jobs just to sell them. They have to be sold with a high ticket on there so we can pay our guys well, so we can treat our guys well, and more importantly, so we can grow a business that's profitable, that's fruitful, and makes us jump out of bed in the morning. So I'm excited for all you guys to be here. Listen, when I when I talk, I just need to know that people are listening, right? I see a big, big number of people that are on the call. That number's insignificant. What I want to see in the chat is an emoji, uh, any emoji that represents how excited you are to be here at Drip, to, to be here at Liftoff 2024 20, today. Um, the value that you're going to get today hopefully will change the course and the trajectory of your business. That's why we are doing this. So guys, I'll save a little bit of time for a Q&A after this, but let's get into it. So my aim is to offer you a framework that you can use every single time you receive a project request that will instantly put you as the front runner for the job without cutting your price in half or without you having to beg for business. We've all been there, right? We've all called that customer way too many times because the schedule's looking thin. Now, here's the deal, guys. Some of you are one-man operations, right? It's a different level when people are counting on you and everyone that has people that count on you can attest to this. It's an even different level uh, when there's multiple crews counting on you. And ultimately, guys, uh, it's it's not a mistake that those people have gotten to that level. It's strategy, right? We have to capitalize on opportunity. And that is the focus. So we're going to learn a little bit about that today. The big, que- the big question is, why do people spend more for something that is seemingly the same thing? So ultimately, guys, I had to try to understand why someone would pay more for me than someone else. And I've had customers tell me this, but I never truly understood why. It was just interesting to me. They say, Tanner, you were more expensive than the other guy, but we chose you. And if you've ever heard that, let me tell you, that's one of the greatest, that's one of the greatest compliments that you can ever get. But I wanted to know why that was happening so I can repeat it, right? So that's something about me and businesses. If I see something that works, I drill down in it. I want to know what it was that made that happen. I don't just let something just pass me by, right? I want to make sure that whatever it was, I can repeat it so I can amplify the results of whatever that was. So the answer to that question lied in everyday commerce all around, right? So for me, I had to had to think for a second. I said, I pay more for things that are seemingly the same thing. Why do I buy something a little more expensive than something else? Well, I wanted to narrow it down even further because there's an intrinsic value at play that supersedes the logical decision to save money or justifies the decision to spend more money. Guys, here's the deal. You won't succeed in business until you can convince someone to spend more for you than the competitor, okay? There's no possible way. There has to be a there has to be a consistent gap between you and your competitors and you need to win jobs consistently. And the thought of consistently getting people to pay more for you might seem crazy. But you need to value yourself and your services more, but not only that, your ability to convey that value is what's most important. That's what we're going to talk about today. So some of you have been to some of my talks and this is a big topic of mine, but for me it's as simple as understanding basic commerce, right? The interactions that we have every single day. And there's no simpler example than a grocery store water bottle, 32 pack of everyone's favorite brand, Dasani. Okay. That's sarcasm. Tastes like chlorine. Anyway, so we have this 32 pack of water bottles here. Okay. And it's $4.99. Okay. Google it. $4.99 at Walmart. But why is a gas station water bottle $2.79, right? For just one bottle. 
and people happily pay it like it's no big deal. They'll grab it like it's they might even go go for the Fiji for four ninety nine, right? Why is this? And if we can understand this basic phenomenon and apply the same principles that happen in everyday commerce to our business, well, guess what? We're going to have a strategic advantage because it doesn't matter what we're selling. And I want that to be clear. You guys can take this information and go sell a commodity and it'll still apply to that commodity. So let's first do some math because I want to understand this at a granular level. Okay. If there's 32 water bottles, and the convenience store is selling them for $2.79. They're going to make $89 on a $4.99 product. That's a 1,700% ROI for the convenience store. They're killing it. Okay? And I don't know if they're even making money on gas. I'm not sure about that, but they don't need to, right? So what are the gas stations really selling here, guys? What are they selling? Can you guys drop in the comments? what you think these gas stations are really selling, okay? Because they're certainly not selling water, I'll tell you that, because they were selling water at before 99. So please, in the chat, can somebody tell me what you think the gas stations are selling? Ah, man, that C word's popping up. You guys are following, okay? Guys, please don't write this off as too simple, okay? Because sometimes, guys, the most complex things that we think are complex, like sales, can be boiled down to the most simple concepts because I'm a very simple person, right? 3.1 GPA, high school, okay? C student here. Practical, guys. Sometimes practicality wins, okay? Great answers, guys. You get it. Convenience and speed, right? This is intangible. This isn't about a water bottle. This is just about everything in excess of the water bottle. Okay, convenience and speed. The customer can justify paying almost 18 times more because they're getting more than just the water. 18 times, right? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine pricing your jobs 18 times more than the other two estimates and winning the job with no questions? Now, I think that's a little unrealistic, but I'm okay with 1.5, two times more, right? That puts us right where we need to be. That's good news for you. What's the customer getting here, guys? Right? First of all, they're not getting a water bottle. If you see water bottle here, then I messed up. Okay? They're getting a cold water bottle. Right? The, the cold, the, the temperature of the water bottle is a value. Right? I'm sure if the water bottle was warm for $279, somebody wouldn't buy it. Like, I could just do this myself. It's accessible. They didn't have to refrigerate it. They're really thirsty at that moment. And their thirst is more important than the 18 times more value that they have to pay in order to get the water bottle. It's easy to buy. It's right there. They could just grab it and go. Someone bought the 32 pack and opened it for them, right? How many of you guys have those 32 packs laying around your house? And it's like, they're ripped open and we're just grabbing from the pack. Anybody, you know, be surprised how hard it is to actually get them loaded into the refrigerator, right? But Tanner, not everyone cares about speed and convenience. Come on. I thought this was a sales training, man. You can't just say that all we offer is speed and convenience. We're quality painters, right? We're quality. Got it. I have you covered. Don't worry. I thought about it. I knew you were going to say it. 
Come on, I'm the moderator of the painted contractor group. Okay. I know, I know every I know every angle here. So let's talk about something a little bit different. NBA finals game. I Googled it. Google it yourself. Most expensive ticket was between $29,000 and $35,000 to sit courtside at an NBA finals game. Okay. The same game, the nosebleeds, $700. Same game, same outcome. Courtside, nosebleeds, same game. Same thing. Same game. What is the NBA selling? Anybody know what the NBA is selling? Are they selling basketball? Can you drop in the chat what you think the NBA is really selling here? Anybody know? Drop it in the chat. Man, these guys are good. I don't know. You guys have been following my podcast because you guys know all the answers. Or it just might just be really obvious. And if it's obvious, that's a good thing because nobody wants a complex training. Okay. You got to be able to apply it. Right. So I'm not trying to be complex here. You might say, Tanner, this is so simple. Is this what I paid for? Well, you didn't pay for it. It's a free event. How about that? Experience. Okay. <laughs> Love the comments, guys. I'm trying to read them as I go. All right. So check it out, guys. An experience. But in this case, it's a preferred experience, right? So they have levels of the experience. How about that? They're not selling speed and convenience. They're just selling an experience. That's the shell, right? Some of you guys offer an experience, right? Wouldn't you say that your company is a better experience than the other company? Sure, that's the expectation. If I go to a basketball game, it's going to be an, it's going to be an experience. But how do we offer certain people a preferred experience, right? That should be something that you're thinking about. Interesting. Interesting stuff. People value different things at different times for different reasons. Guess what? I'm not going to that game. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I'll catch it on TV or catch the highlights. I'm not going. But I guarantee someone who's a diehard Jokic fan, right? Heat fan. They're thinking about it. And they might even dip into their savings to go to that game because they value those sports teams more than I do, right? So the NBA can't really market to me in the same way that they can market to the Heat fan. And if I had a conversation with the NBA, they would have to build a lot of value with me, right? They'd have to say, Tanner, I know that you're not a fan of the Heat, but you need to come to this game, man. The energy alone is just going to be out of this world. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's just not worth the money to me. I don't I mean, I, it's cool. I catch it on TV, man. I'd rather hang out with my family and friends, right? So it's important for you to not get all worked up when people, well, ultimately when they say no, right? Why? Because everyone buys differently. Everyone values different things. And if you're not a student of this game and you don't understand the psychology behind it and you didn't frame your sales pitch in a way that aligns with that individual off the bat, then the reason they're saying no isn't because you did a bad job, isn't because your, your, your price is too high. It's because they don't value what you offer in a way that is worth more than the money that you're asking them to give. They value the money more. To them, the money is more important, right? So if we understand this, guys, then cool. Now we can stop selling paint jobs, okay? So the problem with your sales process is the only thing you offer is painting, and that's the expectation, 
right? That's it. That's what you're expected to do. That's why they call you. So if you guys are getting something out of this, so I know that I'm operating in a way that benefits you most, could you please drop an emoji if you think this is of any value? If I don't see emojis, I'll just stop. We'll do a Q&A. But if this is of any value and you want me to keep on going, please drop an emoji here. I'm seeing it light up. And first of all, guys, we have 300 plus people joining this. This is awesome. First of all, I just want to be uh, honest and say, hey, thank you. And I'm super humbled to just be a part of this too, right? I'm learning just as much as you guys are. I learned something new from Austin. We got Mike Gore Hickman coming up. We got Maggie. We got Luca. This is going to be a great day. Please stick around. You might be worried if you come in and out, you miss something. It's going to be on the podcast, Contractor Secrets. Uh, it'll be 30 days though. So for those that are sticking around, you're going to be able to implement, take action. But what you're learning here should change the way you think about your business. We are not selling painting anymore. No more painting. It's obvious you do painting. We don't even talk about it anymore, really. I don't even know. Hey, call me for pa- We don't even talk about painting, right? We talk about everything but painting. That's the goal, okay? So when you only offer painting, you're, you're selling a commodity, right? You're selling something that can be compared. That means it has utilitarian value, right? So if you go to the store and you grab a hammer, you can look at that hammer and say, this hammer is $5. Well, if I go to another store, I can find another hammer for $4. Why would I pay $5 for it? I just got to go to the store, right? So ultimately what happens is, guys, is that your services are easily comparable because you're not stacking the deck. You're not beefing it up. You're not adding value, right? Part of the reason why you guys signed up for this event, first of all, it wasn't free, okay? How many of us know it wasn't free? What is the cost for you to join this event? Can anybody put that in the chat? Is there a cost associated, right? Cost associated. I'm dealing with business owners here, okay? 300 people, that's a mil, okay? That's a million that you guys could be out selling right now, right? You don't think I know that? And you think that we're going to deliver a half, you know what, presentation for you. The reason why you're here is because you see the perceived value of what you're going to be getting today. You see that maybe there's a strategy that you might learn in here that could be worth more than whatever you could be selling or doing within the time frame that you are joining us in today's talk. So here's the deal, guys. You need to understand that nothing is free, including the time that your customer takes to call you for the estimate. Everything should be giving value from the initial interaction, right? And hopefully you guys are seeing that everything that we do, not only in my business, in drip jobs, every interaction that you have is I am so grateful for the time then I won't waste it with you. Everything that we do is integral. Everything that we do is of value. And that's how you should operate as a business. So for me to only offer you painting would be a disservice, miss. I'm sorry. We are not just painters. We don't just paint. We happen to just throw some liquid on the walls. (laughs) You know, if you want that, you can find that anywhere. That's a commodity. We don't offer that. The entire focus of your sales process should be to sell everything but the painting. We don't even talk about it. We don't... It ain't even about that anymore, okay? We don't even talk about that. Oh, guys, got to make a switch. Here we go. A little bit of technical difficulty with the camera, but we're, we're rocking. Nothing can stop us today. All right, so the camera got hot. That's what happened. Probably because this presentation is going to blow up the economy with what you guys are going to do with it, Okay. When you only offer painting, you are selling a commodity, okay? So every time you catch yourself talking about like painting, just remember, 
I'm comparable. I'm comparable. I'm comparable. All right. The entire focus of your sales process, like we said, should be to focus on everything but the painting. The truth is everyone cares about price until price is not the most important thing. Guys, are, we, are you guys with me on that? You guys understand that we need to understand that our customers care mostly about price. Like that's okay. I think all of us are customers here. And I think one of the biggest questions we have is how much is this going to cost me? Right? How much is this really going to cost me? That is the big question, right? And it's our job to sway those customers in a different direction. So let's talk about how we do that. We do it with value. Okay. We talked about our water bottle. Our water bottle has value assigned to it, right? The one we sell in the convenience in the convenience store has a lot of value. Okay. Here's the value, right? The regard that something is held to deserve the importance, worth, or usefulness of something, right? Let me make it clear to you. That word deserve should have been highlighted here. Okay. It's all about, do you really deserve more money? <laughs> I mean, ultimately guys, the decision makers that we want to win over are the ones that actually think like that. Does this guy deserve more money? Right. As he showcased that he's worth more money. And here's the, here's the crazy part, guys. We are not selling something that's physical. Right. You can't go to an estimate and put on a video of how the painting process is going to go and how you handle issues and how you handle problems and how clean it's going to be. You could try, but ultimately it's all speculation up until the point you walk through that door and promises are kept. So do you showcase that you deserve to be paid more? Let's find out. Let me make it clear to you that everyone values different things at different times for different reasons. Screenshot this, guys. This is so you can have a framework, right? Some people value time more than money, right? Wouldn't you agree that people who are wanting to flip a house and ultimately they need to get that thing rented or sold care more about the time that you can get into the house rather than the cost? Wouldn't the timing supersede the logic to find the cheapest price? Some may value the experience more than the time, right? People that are just changing colors in the house, cabinet refinishers, where are you guys at, right? Is anyone in a rush? No? Okay. Well, that means that you guys should just be focusing on the experience. You look at Corey, you look at Alex, some of the, some of the killers in the cabinet refinishing business. What are they doing? It's all about the experience. White glove, man. You should, you should be walking in the houses with white gloves on. People, people will fall over the laugh. Oh, I'm just here to give you that white glove experience, right? Because that's all it should be about. If anyone does that, send me, send me, send me the white glove picture and I'm sending you a hat, right? Because that's what it's about. It's about understanding the game that you play. And it's all based on the type of customer that you serve. Guys, to get something out of this, please drop some emojis. I need to see that number light up to at least 30, 35 to know that you guys are getting some value out of this. Because if I'm not giving you value, then I'm failing you. And what I want to do is I want to give you guys the confidence to get into your next estimate and have some strategy here to be able to listen intently and have an action that comes behind that intent to deliver the result to your customer in a way that makes them feel like they're your only customer, guys. And the thing that I see in most painting businesses, businesses in general, is they sell things one way, as if people buy one way. That's just trying to sell NBA tickets to the heat game to everybody, right? It'd be smart if maybe, I don't know about this, but I mean, we got, I guess we got the Orlando Magic here. At least they're closer to me, right? I don't know. Some may value communication more than cost. Generally speaking, guys, how do we find that out? First of all, everyone values communication, but some may have had an experience where there was a communication issue. And if somebody has had that type of experience, they've went through pain. So if they went through pain, how do we ensure that we 
help them avoid pain, we over-communicate. <laughs> it's that simple, right? We over-communicate. How do we know they went through pain? We ask the right questions. Have you ever hired a painting contractor before? Have you ever hired a contractor before? What was that experience like? Generally speaking, it's going to be more negative than positive. Some may value cost more than communication, right? Some truly value cost more. Perfect. So we're going to align our sales pitch with cost. It's all about cost. How much can I save you, sir? All right, cool. We're going to use this package, which is a lesser cost. Awesome. We're on the same team. Let's get this house rented. I can get my guys in. Okay. It's your job to figure out what people value, the order of which they value it in, then align your sales process in a way that meshes with their preferred experience, right? So guys, at the end of the day, people want to buy their way, not your way. I'll say it again. People want to buy their way, not your way. It's not your way. It's never been your way. You think it's your way. It's not. It's their way. And that might be you stopping talking so much during your estimate and asking strategic questions so you can get the right answers so you can lead them to their destination because ultimately it's up to them anyway, right? So how do I know what my customers value, right? So this is important. It's very important, okay? Well, go back here. We ask, a oh, here it is right here. It's in scripture. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? This isn't uncommon knowledge. They'll tell you. And how do you get people to tell you things? You ask them questions. This is, I can't give you guys something different than what I've been doing for years. Anyone who's ever followed me, if you've listened to one thing, it's you probably got this question because this is the best question. Why, instead of coming up to a house and saying, you know, what do you want painted? If you say, what do you want painted in your sales exchange, you've already lost the game because we're you're operating on a different plane. I'm, I know. I mean, yeah, you want the exterior done. I want to hear the story. And when you ask someone to tell you a story, they're going to tell you a story, right? If I say, what's the story? And they say, yeah, I just want this painted. I say, no, really, what's, you know, what's the story? What led you to that? Oh, well, my, my wife or, oh, well, we're moving. Oh, well, you know, uh, 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 and I'm just listening. I'm like, perfect. Let's align this sales process with what's valuable to this customer. I can't tell you how many times I've asked this question. People unload on me about, you know, the, the frustrations behind how long it's taken and their apprehensions about getting it done and how colors become the greatest hurdle in life. And I just position my sales process and I say, perfect. Well, here's the deal. If you decide to go with me, I'm going to send Donna, our color consultant over, and she's going to sit with you for an hour and get this color thing figured out. So let's not focus on that today because we have plenty of time to do that. And ultimately what it does is it allowed us to focus on other important things instead of that being the big question in their heads. Because again, if you know the problems that your customers have, then you should be doing a really good job of providing the solutions. This is one of my favorite football players growing up. Good old Peyton. It's probably hard for you not to know who this guy is. I know there's not a lot of millennials in here or younger ones, Gen Z or whatever you call them. But this guy, he was legitimate. And if anybody here has ever played Madden, I don't know anybody. Anybody ever played Madden football? If you did, drop an emoji if you played Madden. I just want to know if any, any, any gamers. So when I was a kid, I used to play Madden. I used to play online. 
You know, it was always fun to play this game. And this guy would take forever to snap the ball. Some of you guys know this, even in real life, right? There'd be a play clock and it would go down to like one second and he'd finally snap the ball. And it was so frustrating, right? But I learned something from Peyton, right? What he does is he he waits and he, and he waits and he waits and he waits and he gets all the information. He gets all the information. He reads the D and then he pivots. And that's what got him to be successful. This guy's so unathletic. I mean, if you ever Google a video, this guy running, um, you'd think that how did he make it to the league? Because he he didn't ever have to run. What he did was is he just spent so much time understanding his, the defenses and the schemes. It positioned him in a way to win almost more often than not. And he's one of the greatest to ever play the position of quarterback in uh, professional football. So here's the deal, guys. What I want you to start doing is thinking, I got to read the D, right? You got to look at who you're dealing with and then you can adjust accordingly. I cannot break this down any simpler. If you get one screenshot today, this is it, guys. This is the one. If you guys see this and understand it, then you can at least pivot because here's the deal. You're going to get a lot of information today. Right. This information is going to either send you to the stars or it's going to paralyze you, which we don't want it to paralyze you. So I just want you to implement one thing you get from my training today, and that's going to be understanding the two types of customers that you have. Right. This is it, guys. This is home service in a nutshell. They're either staying or they're leaving. Right. That's it. Staying or leaving right? They're either staying or they're leaving, right? So if they're staying, we know that people that are staying in their house, they care about experience, longevity, atmosphere, comfort, and it's an emotional buying decision, right? Everyone agree with that. If you agree with that, drop an emoji in the chat. If you agree that people that are staying in their house, they care about experience, longevity, atmosphere, comfort, and it's an emotional buying decision, guys. Thank you for participating in the emoji, uh, in the emoji blast, it helps me realize that there's real people out there, right? So next we have leaving, right? People that are leaving, what do they care about? Speed, cost, efficiency. So I know that there's some of you that have never seen something like this before. Maybe you go to every single estimate with the same approach, right? But guess what? Those that are strategic in their approach and understand that, hold on, we have two types of customers. Which one am I dealing with? right? Are you leaving or are you staying? Okay, cool. We're not going to talk about experience. We're not going to talk about longevity. We're not going to talk about the atmosphere, how great Chamel is and how wonderful Donna is. They don't care. They care about speed. They care about cost and they care about how efficient I can be at getting them from point A to point B. That's it. Why are we wasting time? We only have a finite amount of interactions that can take place. I'm not going to waste mine talking about stuff that doesn't matter, right? That's how that's going to go. The outlier and most valuable customer in the home painting space is moving into a new home. I think so. I would like to know if you guys agree with that. Do you guys agree that the best customers that we have ever had or in our business are people that are moving in to a new home and call us for an estimate? If you agree with that, drop, drop an I agree here. Okay. Drop an I agree. So if you think in the chat, that the best customers are the ones that are moving into a new home. Okay, tell me why you think that these customers are the best customers. Tell me why, in a couple words, why these customers are the absolute best customers for our business. Okay, I'm going to let a couple answers come in. Excited, biggest projects, willing to spend money, needs it all done, okay? Needs it ASAP, pay for speed, Willing to spend the money? 
Okay, guys, I'm not going to blow your mind here, but remember our first slide, okay? At the end of the day, guys, they care about speed. Oh, guess what? They also care about what? Experience, right? They care about experience. So in other words, we know that people spend more money when there's convenience tied to it and there's speed tied to it. And we also know that there's another portion of individuals that spend money when an experience is tied to it. So why are these the best customers? Because they value both equally, right? That's exactly why. This is simple stuff. And that's how it should be. Providing value is about doing more than what's expected of you. In order to do more, you have to understand that your customer's problems and provide solutions. Their problem is much deeper than I need a paint job. So when you hear that, I need painting. Yes, I know that. What else do you need? I'm here to facilitate the other stuff that you don't even know you need. That's a good salesperson. That's a good business owner, right? I'm here to facilitate. I'm the facilitator. So here's a scenario I want to walk you guys through because this is really um, a common one and it's subtle and you can miss it. And I just want to teach you this because I just think it's going to help you. And I think you guys will like it. So Sally and her husband are moving into a new home and they notice it needs to be painted during the walkthrough done two weeks prior to closing. Okay. I've been in this situation. Okay. They don't think it needs to be painted. And guess what? They walk through it and they're like, it needs to be painted. There's scuff marks we didn't see. They're all enamored by the house. And then they do another walkthrough and they realize how crappy the paint job is. The average eye isn't like us guys. They don't go into businesses and look at the cut lines, right? It's just, you know, I mean, I, don't, I do that. I can't help it. Um, she reaches out to some paint companies. Okay. So she reaches out. Come on, Sally. Oh, hold on. There we go. About Sally and her husband. So here's some stats. Sally's moving into a new house. They want the whole house painted. They're on a tight deadline. They have movers scheduled. They are needing a quick quote and they are seeking efficiency and quality. This is our best customer that we mostly all agreed on. Okay. So we know what's going on with this customer. We know what their situation is simply by them really just telling us that they're moving into a house. So your value proposition in the beginning phases of the buyer's journey should focus on alleviating the problems you know your customer has. So some of you guys might think a value proposition is only used in the exchange of a sales interaction, right? At the closing table. Uh-uh. Our value proposition happens off the initial phone call, right? We're already showcasing value immediately as to why we're different or why they should choose us, right? And this is the framework change. This is the mindset change that you need to have. So how do we get there? First, guys, we've got 10 more minutes on my talk. And I want to know that you guys are still listening, still engaged. This is a lot of information. So you guys know the drill. Drop an emoji in the chat. And it's cool for everyone to see that because you guys aren't alone here, man. There's 300 plus people watching here today. Um, this is the most people I've ever spoken in front of. So I want to say thank you guys uh, for allowing me the opportunity to serve you today. So thank you so much. Let's keep it rocking. Next, we got my Mike Gore Hickman, uh, and we have some great speakers coming up, and I hope that you guys find value in this. So what do we know? My service is a means to an end, okay? That's important for you to understand. Like, like we get it. You know, you got a nice van, the nice wrap, great team, like, you know, 
walk proud with the polo up, you know, at the end of the day, like you're a means to an end. And the quicker you identify with that, the better off you'll be, right? You are not as important as the customer moving into their home. <laughs> Make it clear. Uh, the customer is probably concerned about their schedule, right? So these are things that we know before the customer has to tell us. Do they need to tell us that, hey, I mean, like painting is great, but like really we need to move into the house. Like, no, they don't need to tell us that. Um, do they need to say, listen, I'm really worried about the schedule here because like, if you don't do this in the time frame that like we need it done, like we're screwed, you know? No. Uh, does the customer have mover scheduled? Probably. Hey, uh, listen, you know, if we have to reschedule with these movers, they're going to charge us, right? They're not going to tell us these things. We just need to know. We need to have, we need to be one step ahead, right? So the customer's property is probably hard to get into without a realtor, right? So these are things that we just know, right? So Sally calls Jimmy D's Painting Co. If your painting company is Jimmy D's and you're in here, I apologize. Kind of going to put you in a negative light, but this is for example purposes. So, hi, I'd like an estimate, please. I'm closing on a new home and would like a quote to get the whole house painted, right? Man, this is music to my ears, but to Jimmy's ears, he's not... He wasn't in liftoff 24. He was just doing what he normally does, thinking that his service is an end in of itself and not a means to an end, right? He's he's the big shot, right? He's busy. He's booked out four months, right? Or whatever. Um, Jimmy D, okay, great. What day works best, right? Did Jimmy do anything wrong? No, but he didn't do anything right here because his next question was not in alignment with what's going on with Sally's unique situation. He just answered the call like he does with everyone. He just said, okay, great. When do you want me to come by? Like, you know, it's like, hello, this could be a $10,000 job. You know, I mean, with a little enthusiasm, Jimmy. Sally, well, I have to get in touch with the realtor. She will have to meet you with a key. What day do you have available? Now Sally has to start unloading information to, to make sure that Jimmy's of sound mind and understands the severity of the timing. This is a very simple conversation that some of you may have experienced with other vendors. And if you're doing this now, maybe this is highlighting why some people aren't buying from you. Okay. Jimmy D. Let my let me check my calendar, Sally, and I'll get back with you. Would you mind texting me your information? He doesn't have drip jobs. Sure, that's no problem. I'll go ahead and do that now. So in the back of Jimmy's head, he's like going into the 7-Eleven, getting a big gulp, thinking, man, I just got a good lead. Sally's going to text me. Let me just check my schedule. He's on his own time, right? Well, guess what, guys? Welcome to 2024. See this? This is a list. You know what this is? A list of options. Okay. Sally's not committed to you. She doesn't care about you. There's other companies. She's going to go down the list because her need is greater than waiting for Jimmy D. Okay. Let me make that clear. No one's committed to you. It's not like it used to be. You got to stand out. Sally calls premium. I'd like an estimate, please. Closing on a new house. And would like a quote to get the whole house painted. Here, here I come. Fantastic. Congratulations on purchasing the new home. When's the closing date? I'm already in gear. I already know what's important here. She's calling, but in the back of her head, she needs to make sure that the house gets painted as soon as she closes because the house will be empty and that's the cheapest it's ever going to be. It's the most convenient time to paint. And she knows that. 
Guys, very rarely do people tell us, hey, I need to get you in there before the. No, we know we know. So let's just keep going. Let's just let's just be in alignment. Sally, let's do this dance of sales and then send the deposit. We got your back. So why am I asking this? Truly, really? Because an empathetic salesperson cares about what's most important to Sally. I know this. If I were Sally, these are the questions I would have, right? This is what I would this is what I would want to know. When are these guys coming? Are they going to be on time, right? I know she's moving into a new home. So coordinating that with the schedule is most important. Well, we close on the 9th, Tanner. Got it. And when are the movers scheduled? Oh, they're scheduled on the 22nd. Okay, so now I have my parameters, right? Now I have my parameters. Could she call the movers and move them out? Yeah, but wouldn't that be painful? If if you're at the NBA finals and you're paying the 29 grand that we talked about and they force you to get up and walk up the steps Go to the concession stand and get your drink. Isn't that painful? You could do it. But what if they said you're going to have a server there at your every need, ensuring that you're well set, you're well, I don't know, whatever. You guys get it. Perfect. Well, at a first glance, we have an opening on the 14th. How many of you guys have no clue when your openings are? Some of you guys just sell jobs, have no clue, and just staff them a week before. You're losing money tell you that right now. We win a lot of jobs because we can give them a firm date. Generally speaking, we're a few days. If, if, if there's a deviation, we're in Florida, there's some weather. Schedule your jobs because at the end of the day, customers like this who value the time, which we've talked about, what are two customers types that value time? The people that are moving in, which are our most valuable customers, and the people that HOA, renters, flippers, investors all care about time. And you're having to delay uh, four hours to figure out your schedule when you can fit them in. Okay. That's why Drip Jobs, if you guys don't know this, has two calendars. Why does it have two calendars? Because the job schedule is separate. So you could just focus on the job schedule because that's how important it is. Okay. So the goal would, goal would be for us to have the house completely painted before movers show up. I'm bolding the things that answer questions. The first bold, we have an opening on the 14th. It's answering when can they get started? The second question I know that Sally has is, do I have to contact my movers? So I say before the movers show up, don't worry. We work with customers who move in all the time. We can save us both some time and get you a quote virtually. What's the other question? Oh, I got to coordinate my realtor schedule and I got to coordinate the painter schedule. And do I need to be there? No, we'll just look online. We'll give you a virtual quote. This way, if you decide to hire us, we can get started as soon as you close. Another question Sally has. I wonder if they can start as soon as I close, right? And be done before the movers arrive. Another question I have, will they be done before the movers arrive? <laughs> also, is it okay if I text you a link uh, to fill out your information, which we'll do from drip jobs, right? Yes, that's a, I'm spotting drip jobs, but I mean, come on. So if you guys are getting something out of this, I got a couple minutes. Mike, you're going to kill me. I need about five more minutes. Uh, but here's a little spot. Mike with Painter Growth is coming up next. Uh, but I want to give you guys some more value. We got to bring this full circle. Okay. We're almost done. Please drop some emojis. I'm getting fired up here. We got to keep energy high here. I got 300 plus in here today. It's value, value, value. So what the customer expected, number one, they expected a painting estimate. And what they got is the perfect partner in achieving their goals. So understanding cost versus value. Cost, there's not enough value to justify paying more or seeking a better alternative. So my primary motivator is how much I can save. 
value. The value I'm receiving is far more than the cost to pay it. Therefore, I'm okay with paying more than the alternative because it makes sense to do so, right? So that is the goal is for you to position yourself in a way that makes sense for your customer. Spend more money, right? It's not going to be a uh, a random occurrence. It's It's got to make sense to them. Right. And the only way you can do that is to align your value with what's important to them. In our industry, we know what type of customers are primarily cost focused. We got renters, house flippers, realtors, HOA letter, home sellers. Uh, one of the most powerful tools in sales, guys, we know is time. What I found with these sorts of customers, time is the only leverage we have to help them justify paying more. If I can maneuver my schedule to fit you in next week, will you allow me to earn your business? Someone who wants to flip their house, get it rented, has an HOA deadline. If you're not saying this, you're missing out. And ultimately, I'll tell you this, at the end of the day, your job is to maximize in your business and you have full authority to maneuver your schedule in a way that helps you do so. I've done it more times than I can count. No one's ever been mad at me because I prioritize people that have high priority start dates. And ultimately, my schedule moves around as needed. Again, I'm here to maximize. You should be too. Why? Because for the cost focus customers a faster project start date. We'll do one of two things. It will either save them money or it will make them money. Obviously, right? So someone gets an HOA letter, if we can speed things up, hey, I can get you in next week. Not only that, I'll send an email to the board, let them know that you have us on the schedule so they don't find you anymore. We're going to save you money. Someone that's an investor, hey, listen, guess what? I know you want to get this thing rented by the end of the month. I'll tell you what, I will maneuver my schedule, get my team in there, have the whole thing painted so you can start collecting rent. I'm in alignment with my customer's goals at all times. Value-based customers care about what a value, what's a value-based customer? They value the experience. They understand what it takes to run a solid operation. They will factor in more than just costs when making a decision. They can justify paying more for quality or convenience, and they value great communication and transparency. Everything is about the experience with these customers. The color consultation, our team, our story, our values, our mission, our expectations, our presentation, our management procedures. Perceived value, so important. How do customers perceive you? What's the initial greeting like? Right. When someone calls you, are you answering it in the car driving with the wind blowing? Am I going to pay more for that or am I going to pay more for the company that answers professionally? And you might say, Tanner, that's disrespectful, man. It doesn't matter. It does. I'm sorry. It does. Appointment follow up. Are they getting any sort of communication on Friday night when they go to your website, fill out the form? Do they hear from you immediately or do they have to wait until Monday afternoon when you remember that there's an email in your inbox? that has their information waiting to be responded to and you keep putting it off because you're too busy. Is that worth paying more? Is that an above average experience? Value building emails, right? This is why the software was built, was to position your company in a way that makes you feel and look superior. Expectations. Are we setting expectations with customers each step of the way? There's so many different stages. I've narrowed it down to 11 different stages a customer will go through if they come from a lead source. Speed to lead. How long do people have to wait to hear from you when they inquire? And then, of course, what does that presentation look like? First of all, I want to thank you guys so much. If you got some value out of this, I'm opening up the chat. I just want to know if this has been beneficial to you. Guys, listen, we're going to put this on the podcast, Contractor Secrets. It'll be 30 days. I have one more thing that I want to offer you. I do not have time uh, to do 
um, a Q and A because I want to be respectful of Mike. Here's the deal, guys. Just so you know, I do offer business breakthrough sessions, guys. You guys know about this. This is free coaching. Okay, I do it because I love it. I also do it because it goes on my podcast and I can impact more people. I would love to coach you for free. It's a free. 45 minute to one hour coaching session. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop the link to that in the chat. Uh, if you guys want to book that and you feel as though it would be, be it would be beneficial for you to sit with me, uh, I would love to do it. It would be my distinct pleasure. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and drop that link if you want to book it. Did you find value in that training? Well, hopefully by now you know that my mission is to serve and I'd love an opportunity to help you with an area of your business that you might be struggling in or give you a unique perspective. I'd like to invite you to book a free business breakthrough with me. It's a free coaching session, one-on-one. -on -one. You and I will hammer out an area of your business with the goal in mind of helping you create a new trajectory, maybe give you an insight on something that maybe you were thinking about but weren't so sure about, or maybe just helping you identify a blind spot. Listen business is hard. Don't do it alone. It is my pleasure to serve you, to give you uh, a strategy and insight in a free one-on-one -on -one business breakthrough session. If you're interested in that, I will leave a link below. You can actually select a date and a time to meet with me and we will do a business breakthrough. Thank you for being a listener of the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I value you immensely and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.